0: To C3 Church, Hepburn Heights, we believe Jesus Christ gives life to the full, and we are called to live it and share it. We pray you enjoy this message today. Hello, hello, good people. Hey, from a slightly younger Jace to a slightly older Jace, it's uh, there are some more wrinkles on this version. Ah, good to have you here together this morning. What, what we're going to do is we're going to spend around 15, 20 minutes and we're going to devotionally walk through a passage of Scripture. So I'd like us to, to think of this as something that you could do at home. And I love that we are gathered together in the house of God here today. That's important. It's a critical component of our faith journey is doing it with others. This is a team sport but there are components of this journey as we if you look at our purpose circles you can you can see them and there are this opportunity <clears throat> the opportunity for us to engage with God's word and prayer in moments like this but to build habits in our lives where it's a normal part of how we do life is engaging with Christ at home and so i want you to picture you've you've got up in the morning and what, however your morning normally looks, you, you're maybe an up early person or a, that's just a, it's a horrible thought. And anytime you get to sleep in, that, that feels like heaven has met earth. But th- this particular morning, you've got up and you've got 20 minutes before you need to do anything else. If you're like me, you have already made your cup of coffee and that will be your companion. And you've got... You've got some moments with you, your Bible, the Lord. And so we're just going to go through. So I haven't prepared a message from this passage. So you can, you can look up 2 Corinthians if you have your Bible there and, and you want to follow through with us. So, so 2 Corinthians chapter 5, and we're going to start in verse 13. And so you, you wake up, you, you're here, and, and you're just, you just like, God... I just want to spend some time with you this morning. And maybe you've had a pattern of this in your life for decades, and what an amazing pattern to build. Maybe you have, and things are a little iffy right now because of your season of life or whatever's happening in your world. Or maybe you're here and you've never really built that framework. Can I encourage every single one of us? We have a profound opportunity every morning to meaningfully engage with our glorious King in a way that then shapes our day. And as He's allowed to shape us moment by moment, morning by morning, then ultimately that shapes who we are and His ability to move in us and through us into the world. So no better habit to build. Uh, And not just in the morning either, by the way, and then we clock off for the rest of the day. Uh, Lunchtime's good. Evening's good. Communing with them any moment is, is good. Okay, so you've got, you've got 15, 20 minutes and you open your Bible. Maybe you do one of those slick pick moments. And you, you have it and you're like, oh, I don't know what to read. And so you, you just like hold it up and go, where's it going to fall? And mine amazingly fell exactly where I want it to go this morning. Probably because the little bookmarky thing. Uh, was there that can help? So, and so then you're you're reading the passage. So I'm gonna I'm gonna flow through this a little like what it might be like if I was reading devotionally. But I'll also make comments and throw thoughts out there. Okay, we good? We good? Here we go. Ah, welcome to my prayer room. It's, uh, I would normally be sitting, by the way. I should have actually thought about the, the setup, all these things I'm thinking now. It's, uh, it's great. Here we go. From verse 13. If we are out of our mind, as some say, it is for God. If we're in our right mind, it is for you. And so now you could be a little curious if you've just kind of started reading here. Going, That's... That's interesting. And so maybe you you just, you keep reading uh, verse 14. "For, For Christ's love compels us. And if your Bible looks like mine, then that's underlined and highlighted. That's only for the really cool stuff where it gets both. There are boxes. And then I do have different colored pens, arrows, words written in there. So For Christ's love compels us. And so you may just stop there for a minute. Christ's love compels us. Compels me. What does compel mean? Christ's love, like, motivates me. Christ's love. Has this internal momentum inside for christ 's love compels me and that, it could become a prayer, it could become a question it's, and, and so maybe now it 's like god does does your love compel me do i do I feel like your love is doing something inside of me that changes my day that shapes me and then what happens through me? Do I do I think different because of your love? Does your love shape the way I think? Do, do I do I feel different? Does does your love have impact into my emotional world? Have I? And then maybe you're like God. I just I'm not sure. But you know what? I, I need your love alive inside of me. And so, Lord, I I pray in these moments that that Jesus Christ, your love, would compel me. I I stop this morning and say, Lord, would your love, your perfect love, the love that took you to the cross for me, for this world, for humanity, your love, would your love break out in my heart? Would your love shape my feelings the way the way I feel my emotional world Would your love motivate? Would it compel? Would it mobilize? Would it shape, and transform me? Your love? And then as I'm praying for my heart, and I often, just to think for me, I then think heart and head, and depending on how you're wired you can feel a little more driven by your heart or a little more driven by your mind. And so typically we could think of this as, are you more of a, a thinker and you do life according to your thinking or more of a feeler? And that's a, a more powerful natural influence. And so it's good to, to have some kind of understanding of your, kind of your default position and then hold that before God, uh, but then give Him it all. And so now it's like, God, I, I, give, I give you my mind this morning. I give you permission to come and shape my mind. I pray, Lord, that your love would compel my thinking. Lord, that there would be a shaping of my thinking. God, and, and there, there are selfish leanings in me where I'm not compelled by your love. I'm compelled by the things that I want, even though, man, sometimes they're totally different to what you want. And so I ask that you do a miracle in my mind, shape my mind. Let your love compel my thinking. Let my thinking be in alignment with the truth of Jesus Christ. Come, Lord. You know, there is this this beautiful... when, When God's Word and prayer are allowed to intermingle, It shapes the way, especially if you're not a reader. And so I, by, by default, I hate reading. I, I spent my whole school life trying to avoid reading. I would do everything I could to not read anything at school. Anyone like, like me at school was, was, uh, was in that boat. There's a few brave enough to put your hand up. Who just is like, give me something to read? And I'm, I'm just so happy. And there's a lot of you who don't seem to have arms or hands. Uh, <laughs> or just live in the, the middle zone. It's, uh... And when I come to God's Word as a, as a non-native reader, someone who doesn't find joy in just reading for reading's sake, when I combine prayer into that, it makes this book entirely different. When I... When I approach and you know, we, we need to study God's Word and that, that's different to what we're doing here devotionally. And, and that's important, so I've had to discipline myself there as well. But approaching devotionally, this intermingling of Word and prayer, this interweaving of Word and prayer, like it is it's glorious and you begin this conversation with the Lord and holding it all before Him. So for Christ's love compels us because we are convinced that one died for all and therefore all died. Christ's love com- compels us because we're, we're convinced that one died for all. God, I pray you'd, you'd deepen that level of conviction in me that you died for me. Uh, I thank you that there would be a, a standing strong on that foundation where I know that I'm a sinner, but I know that I've been saved from my sin because of what you've done. And so, Lord, I thank you that there is a strength in me, in that, in you. Today, verse 15, and he died for all. And so, you obviously, I'm going through this devotionally, but I'm delivering it to to you here today. But sometimes, when you're reading, you know, you're the out of all of the preachers in the world, you're the preacher that you listen to most. You preach to yourself. Way more than you listen to any other preacher. So sometimes, as you're going through the Word, you got to get your preaching voice on, and and get a, a little a little. And so, if you if you feel stirred, and and He died for all that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for Him. They should no longer live for themselves, but for Him who died for them and was raised again. And so so maybe your internal voice as you're reading Scripture, it needs to amplify a little bit here because now God wants to move a little prophetically through you as, as you're preaching to yourself the Word of God. And there is these supernatural transactions that are taking place in these little moments while you're just sitting up at the kitchen bench. And it looks silent to the world around you, but internally, Heaven is meeting earth. And so we are engaging with the truth of the gospel and he died for all. You died for all. And so now you may just feel like God. God, you died for all. God, every person who's ever cried a tear. God, every heartbroken human, you died for them that they could no forgiveness and healing God you died for all for that person that I'm really struggling with at work or at school I want to take a sledgehammer to parts of their body you can be real with God in prayer and God I thank you that you died that all means you died for me and God how I want revenge how I fight your love. And so again, you could, be, you could be sitting in your chair, not moving, but internally you've got down on your knees before God. And you've allowed his word to move something in you. And maybe you haven't been in that position for a while and, and it's just this, as you're going through these scriptures and things are moving and and shaping as we allow this beautiful work of the Spirit. He died for all that those who... Live should no longer live for themselves. God, would you help me no longer live for myself? I don't even know if I want to pray that, God. Because I kind of want to live for myself and and just have you on the side. And so I'm not going to pretend. I'm just going to hold that before you. So I need your help. I need your help, God, to... to live for you, to no longer live for myself. Verse 16. So from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. Wow. God, would you do that supernatural work? Let let my worldview, let the way I see everyone, the way I see things be through the lens of faith. Uh, Though we once regarded Christ in this way, We do so no longer. God, let that be my reality. Verse 17, Therefore, God, because of all of that, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. If anyone is in Christ, in your love, in your truth, in the victory that you purchased the new creation has come, the old is gone the new is here therefore if anyone is in Christ the new creation has come I'm a I'm a new creation in you God if I'm in you, if I've Surrendered my life to you. If Jesus, you're in the centre of my heart. If anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old is gone. The new is here. So why do I still feel this way? Why do I, why do I still fall short, God? The, the old has come. No, it's gone. But I feel like it's here. The, but it says the new is here. If anyone is in Christ, and so if you, you, you then start to wrestle it out, tease it out. If anyone is in Christ, the new creation, what, what's this? This new creation, this new habits, new, new passions, new ways of thinking, new ways of seeing the world, uh, redeemed ways of, of stepping out my life, my, my thoughts, my, my plans, they're, they're new in, in you. It's got the stamp of, of heaven. Heaven upon it, the, the new creation has come. And so you say it's come. And so maybe like for me now, this I'd, I'd start to get a, a little, I'm gonna declare this, that it's a reality that God has released in heaven and it is taking a hold in me. And so now is a moment to allow it to take a hold even more. And so, so, okay, so God, I'm choosing that I'm in Christ. I wanna be in you. Lord, there is no other way. You are the way. You're the way, the truth, the life. And so Lord, I want my, I want every part of me to be, to be inside of you, to be, to be in you, that, that Jesus, you're you're around me. My life is is hidden in Christ. And and that as I am, then, then the new creation has come. And so I want to declare into every part of my world that is old and is still clinging to me. I'm declaring. I'm prophesying right now in the name of Jesus that the new has come. It's come. And so I want to step into it in Jesus' mighty name. The new is here. And so so now you're thinking about where the old is still living in you. The old attitude that behaves in a way that is so not how God calls his followers to react. When you face stress and we, we react in a way that is outside of the you that he's calling you to be that takes a hold of his victory. When someone ticks you off and there is this judgment or this feeling towards them that is, that is then allowed to stew and is not dealt with through the victory of the cross. The, the, when you, you, these images that roll through your mind about images of people... That are maybe filled with lustful and these this desire for for stuff or finances and and our trust being in the things of this world and and things that God said is good that we we take and we we want to pull and put our trust in. And whatever it is, if if something starts kind of kinda rising in you and The old is gone. The new is here. I'm a new creation. And so God, this morning, before I head into work, before I head into school or uni or whatever my day looks like, I thank you, God. I declare, I take a hold of the victory of Christ and I want to appropriate it in my life afresh today. I say the new is here. God, make me new in your presence. Renew me, transform me. God, that way of thinking that is out of alignment with you. God, I thank you that you would come and you would do miracles. You would guide and you would lead me. And God, if there are practical steps I need to take in that area, then Lord, I thank you that you would show me the steps I need to take But I want to take authority over that part of me that is out of alignment to the work of Christ. And I want to declare with your word, your truth, that the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here in Jesus' name for your glory. And so this is all while you're sitting on the couch, sipping your coffee, allowing the word of God to just... Guide and lead. Verse 18. All of this is from God. God, I thank you. It's from you. It's not not my mighty strength. It's your mighty strength. All of this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. What the heck? God, I've just told you how messed up I still am. And you know how messed up I am. You know what a work in progress I am. And because here's the thing, God's standard is to love him perfectly, love others perfectly. So when we start feeling good about ourselves, we just got to compare to the right standard when we start going, man, I got this Christian thing figured out. Look at me go, yeah, baby. I actually remembered to do a beyond faith commitment this year. Woo! I'm on fire. I uh, someone ticked me off and I I got over it. Woo. Look at me, I I I could quote scripture. I I did Bible college. I and these things are great, these are awesome. If it starts to develop a prideful stance in us, like I've got this Christian thing going on, I don't need daily revelation from the Word. I don't need moments with God where He's transforming and shaping me moment by moment. Then we just compare ourselves again to the perfect standard, to love God perfectly every moment, every breath, every thought, and then to love others perfectly. This, this is the standard, right? To love others perfectly perfectly in your thinking and doing so i don't i don't really want to give myself a score on a scorecard for those things so this takes us back into a place of glorious reliance on god where we remind ourselves again it's not about me and my excellent execution of christianity this is about open-heartedness before God where we never lose this place of at the foot of the cross saying God I'm a sinner who needs a savior. But I thank you that in my nothingness I have absolutely everything. That I have been given the righteousness of God. That that if and so here's the thing it's it's like we're not just forgiven from our sins where where and so this, I'm just thinking this was supposed to be like a devotional thing, right, where I'm sitting on the chair. So I just actually pictured you sitting on your chair, having a morning devotion, and then literally got up and started doing this like in your, in your lounge room or wherever you are. Don't do that. You don't need it. If you're on the train doing your devotion, then uh, be really sure, you know, know what I'm saying it's, uh, and I don't even know what I was talking about. So uh, I do know, I do know I need to, we need to keep going here. All of this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. So God, you see the wrestling, the struggling, and you call me to represent you here on earth. God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ. That I'm in Christ, I saw in verse 17, and you're calling the world to, to yourself to also be in Christ. That we'd be in, in you together, not counting people's sins against them. God, I thank you. I thank you. Lord, I give you, I give it all to you. And he has is, he is committed to us the, the message of Reconciliation. We've got this ministry of reconciliation, of bringing people together with Christ, this, this message of reconciliation, telling them about who He is. In verse 20, We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making His appeal through us. And again, this is the, and I think this would be the crescendo of these moments with God before we step out into the day, is, is we've been, we've allowed the Holy Spirit to convict us of our sin, what what a liberating place to live where we then we own our brokenness our humanity where we remember the work of the cross and go this connection i have with you god is not based upon me having to be awesome because jesus you're the awesome one and so i want i want your life your power to grow in me as I'm as I'm in you. I thank you the old is gone the new has come. The new is everything good and glorious in you that you put in me and you're calling out of me and so so Lord let it, let it stir let it stir let it stir. And I thank you God that that you know all of this but yet you call me to be your ambassador. You call me to be this minister of reconciliation. You you call me, you you see me fully. You see every part of me. And you call me to represent you. And so this is you sitting in your chair in the morning. Maybe you're on your second cup of coffee now. And, And now here's this moment where you're feeling like the king of heaven is saying, my son, my daughter, you are... My number one plan to shape this world. My spirit alive in you. You understanding afresh the victory of the cross. And I've called you to be my ambassador. And so now in this moment, this could be a a prayer where maybe you start crying. And maybe you're like, God, you chose me. People, when I was younger, they told me I would be no one, that I could do nothing. But you, the King of all kings, the Father of all, that you look at me and you say, I have called you to be a minister of reconciliation. The most important task there is to see people connect to my love. That I've called you to be my ambassador, to stand in my place here on earth and maybe there is a sense of strength that rises in you in this moment and you you just feel like oh man if God calls me to be that and he's going to empower me for everything that he's called me to then man I I I am I am strong or maybe it's a maybe you start thinking about your unchurched friends right now and it's it's God and there's one one guy for me I, I just I'm like God would you open his eyes Would you help me to know what to say, what not to say? Would you let my life be a witness to him? Lord, would he see the victory of the cross, the reality of Jesus? I pray his eyes would be opened. Lord, save him and his family. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors. So God, we're making his appeal through us. And we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Be reconciled to God, my friend. Can you stand with me? You used to open your hands before the Lord. Thank you that you loved us first. And Lord, I thank you that. God, as you see this world, you you see the pain, the hurt, but you don't do nothing. You have a plan. That your son came to pay the price. And then you called us. You called me. You called every single person in this building here this morning. And Lord, millions across our globe. God, you called us to be your ambassadors. To represent you on earth. Lord, and so we ask right here and right now that your love would compel us. God, we're not driven by religious obligation. We're not compelled by the voice of a man or a woman. God, there's no sense of manipulation or crowbarring. There's no striving to try and be someone. There is a seeing who you are and knowing your love a deep internal transformation because of the work of Christ. And Lord, then as your life is inside of us, that you continue or you begin and then continue that work of letting the motivations of our heart be in alignment with yours. God, motivate us from the inside out. Motivate us. that the love of Christ compel us afresh. Just where you stand, would you go ahead and say, compel me with your love, God. Go ahead and just let this be, be your words. If we can just play that little track just for a bit in the background. I just want us to stay in this place for a couple of minutes, just where you stand. Just as this instrumental music plays, and I'm going to stop talking in a sec. We just have, if you need a reminder on the screen behind me, on the sides, Christ's love compels us. And I want each and every one of us, whether you've been walking with Christ for decades or whether this is a whole new ball game for you, could together in this moment, could we just open our hearts, say, Lord, would your love compel me? Let me see life through your eyes. Let me see those around me through your eyes. Let there be a motivation that rises internally because of who you are and all you've done. Lord, let there be a stirring deep within me. God, I thank you. You've called me to be your ambassador. That's crazy. God, you chose me. And so I say yes. Lord, if you could see a reason in it. Lord, I say yes. And so I I just want you to go ahead and in these, these next couple of minutes where you stand, just surrender this to God. Whatever's kind of stirred for you, is stirring now, just go ahead, give it to him. Give it to him. Let this prayer echo out in our hearts. Lord, compel me by your love. Shape me by your love. And I thank you, God, that you are moving in our world with men and women of God. And I'm one of them. Just go ahead. Lean in for the next few minutes. God. Lord together we thank you that you have won the victory. We thank you Jesus that you conquered sin and death. We thank you that you are our risen Saviour. And so our hope is in You. Our trust is, is in You. Let our lives be found in You. And we thank You, God, that You are calling men and women, boys and girls across our world, Lord, to stand as Your ambassadors in a world where there is so much darkness. Lord, we thank You that You fill us with Your light and You call us to be those who would shine Your light into this world, God, into our families, our friendship groups, our schools, our workplaces. And so, Lord, we we humbly stand before for you and we say Lord if you have chosen me I say yes Lord we trust you and your call and so we stand together united in you and we say yes God we will be your ambassadors and God fill us with your presence fill us with your strength Fill us with your love, that it's your love that compels us. Flowing through our unique gifts. We honour you, Jesus. We honour you, Jesus. Amen. Thanks so much for joining us here on our podcast. We encourage you to let this word further help you live and share the life to the full that Jesus gives. If you want to check out more about our upcoming events, service times, locations, or to give online, go to c3hh.com.au.